Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Mwamba Fierce, the podcast. This is your host with the most, and Mwamba Papa Moyo. Today's episode. So, I want to talk about empowerment. And I know you're out there thinking, oh gosh, what, what topic is this? No, no, no. Listen out, hear me out. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. So, I was recently confronted with the you know certain information facts or non-facts depending on which side of the table you were standing on and uh, the conversation at some point got to but Anne you talk about um, empowering women yet you are doing a b c d and whether the person was right or wrong I think the thing that uh, rung very clear in my ears at that point was that people don't understand what the word empower means so I thought let me go back to basics here and talk about empowerment. What does empowerment actually mean? So just to pause on the meaning, like let's take like a few steps back. The purpose of my podcast is to inspire its listeners, to have them aspire to greater heights and to empower them with knowledge, right? So I guess when being confronted with, well, you aim to empower yet you're not doing this or you're doing this, I thought, okay, maybe the it's we're kind of lost in translation here on what empower means. So I went to my trusted doctor, Google, and I Googled the word um, empowerment. And the first definition that came up reads, the process of becoming stronger and more confident, especially in controlling one's life and claiming one's right. Act on your own authority, represent the interest that you have in a responsible and self-determined way. So you're acting for who? For self, not anyone else, not what someone else can give you, not what you can give, but for self. So I thought there's so many different ways of how we can be empowered. And, and a lot of times it's the way we are disempowered that is highlighted more than where we are empowered. And this is where I want to focus on. So what are the types of empowerment? There are five primary ways to be empowered. There's the social empowerment, educational, economic, political, psychological, right? Seems kind of straightforward. So, so let's get into it. Have you guys heard the, the, um, you know, the phrase, the hashtag, these days, everything is the hashtag, the hashtag that says the future is female. What do you think that phrase aims to do it aims to change your mindset in saying that you are also capable of doing a b c d in for example america now we've got kamala harris as you know black asian uh, vp first black asian vp um or woman actually let's start with first woman vice president and then she happens to be half black and half asian which is basically a woman of color also in that position. Never previously (laughs) has this happened before. So in doing something like a hashtag saying that the future is female, looking at social empowerment, it it talks to the fact that our position as women in the social structure can change, right? We can be empowered in those positions. We don't have to accept what society says where we should lie, where we should be. We should be homemakers. We should be just making porridge, changing diapers, cooking dinner, 
There's nothing wrong with any of those things, but that's not all you can be. So to be empowered in the social setting is to strengthen our social relations so that people can understand, you know, what we actually bring to the table and, you know, embrace that. So we can do that for ourselves. So it's our position in the social structure and strengthening social relations. That's social empowerment, educational empowerment. Knowledge is power, right? So education doesn't always need to be in the school setting, although traditionally that is how we learn. But we learn from each other. We speak. We, you know, you do something, I learn from it. Um, you happen to be great at driving cars. I've never driven a car. You teach me, right? Education. Knowledge is power. The one thing where we are disadvantaged of um, in or the spaces that we're disadvantaged is that we sometimes do not have the opportunity to be educated. Think about it as, you know, a little girl in a, in a village somewhere. Um, coming from a family of three and she happens to be the middle child. First born is a male, second one is her, third one is still a baby, so we're not considering right now. Say there's not enough money in that household to take all of them to school. It is most likely that the, the middle child, who happens to be the girl, will be given away in marriage. There'll be early marriages because I'd rather do what? Educate my son, make him you know, lift the economic state of, of the house or whatever. And my daughter will be married off because at least that gives me some sort of money once the lobola and negotiations are done. And then I, the, the woman is left disempowered because she has no education. She, you know, if she has not been taught um, in terms of the household, how to manage money, how to take care of children, how to ration food, how to do all of that, you know, she's, never going to be able to pass that on to the children that she might have. So again, educational empowerment, the right to knowledge. The next is economic. So being poor and being oppressed, it literally doesn't allow you access to maybe financial resources, right? Compared to the people that do have. So how do we close that gap? Uh, a friend of mine jokingly said to me uh, while we were having some uh, lunch or whatever, he said, you see, you and I are sitting here and we're having a conversation about business, about ways we can invest, ways we can make money, understanding the laws, so you know you can make it work for you. And he says, look around us. What, wh who else do you see? And I think 80% of the people at the restaurant at the, on that particular day were female. You know, it's girls meeting up with other girlfriends or whatever, but 80% were female. And he said... If you go to any of these tables, most likely, and it's stereotypical, um, it did irritate me a little bit that he said this, but in any case, let's go with it. He says, most likely, if you go to all these various tables and just listen in on what they're talking about, it will be about, oh, and you know, and then he did this, or he bought me this, or we went on holiday, or, you know, um, and he says, the thing is about women, you sometimes are your own disadvantage. Because even in opportunities where you can be learning or changing your economic setting, you're talking about household matters. And everything has its place. So don't shoot the messenger here. I understood where he was coming from. But how do we change our economic standpoint? How do we close that gap 
so that we also have access to financial resources, changing our economics, um, investing in business. I mean, if you look back and listen on, you know, all the podcasts I've done to date, all the episodes I've done to date on this podcast, it's in one way or another trying to empower by bringing knowledge. And one of the ones we did, which is a really good one, if you haven't heard it, is the one on financial freedom. This speaks to economic empowerment of how you lift yourself from where you are so that you make it better. And not just for yourself, because remember, we're changing the social construct, the social structure. So you changing influences a number of people around you, and that opens up their mindset and empowers them to do it for themselves. Next one is political. If you look at the landscape in terms of politics, and I'm thinking more of the African setting, I'm not talking about, you know, the UK, the US, but I I think the stats might remain the same or similar, is that the people who are in political power are post 50 year old males that um, are in touch with their own reality. So which means there's a huge gap of the population that is being missed, which means there's no voice for the voiceless. And if you think about it, when um, I'm going to the US again, the Trump and the Biden election, um, a lot of the stats came back and said that the the black women, the black women's vote literally changed um, the, the way the vote went. And I'm not a political expert to go into the details to say wh- whether that is correct or not. But the, the feel is that they were the swing vote. So if we've got such strength to change something so significant, why aren't we speaking up a bit more? And I'm speaking about from an African's point of view, from an African perspective. We can't expect a 50 or 60 year old something, a 50 or 60 something year old man to be concerned about um, young girls who don't have sanitary wear. You know, I mean, there's so many campaigns now to make, for example, pads free and that sort of thing. But if your political climate are people that are so old that they don't relate to it, how are things going to change? So we need to become political activists in our own right, you know, to empower people around us and say that we actually can change it. You know how people say, oh, your vote matters, your vote counts, whatever, and it's just become a tagline now. But in truth, if we stood together in solidarity as women, we could change that narrative. We could change it for us. Speak loud enough, people are going to hear you. I know the problem does usually come that when a woman is empowered and she speaks up, it is seen as if she is aggressive. It is seen as if she's trying to break the, the norms and she's disrespectful. There's a way to do all of these things. And I know we are all capable in one way or another to change that narrative. But we need to be thinking about it in the first place, right? The last one, which ties into what I've just been saying, is psychological empowerment. Tradition and patriarchy and all those social obligations always put us in a little box. You are supposed to do this. You are supposed to do that. This is what is expected of the woman. That is not a place for a woman. And therefore, by yourself, you start to find, you, you know, you're confined to this space, not because you believe it, but because that's what's been told to you. And so what I'm trying to get to, guys, is that we get to the point where you ask why. It doesn't need to be a loud why. You don't need to be shouting off the rooftop. You don't need to be disrespecting anyone. But what I'm saying is that if something has always been done in a certain way 
and it doesn't sit quite well with you, ask yourself, why? Would you want the same to happen to your children, your daughters, your nieces? Why? If it's not okay, try and change the narrative. You don't need to do a campaign. You don't need to start a hashtag. You, don't, you know what I mean? But there's something that you can do, even in your own space, to empower. Because remember, you're acting on your own authority. No one gave it to you on your own authority, representing the interests that you have, and you're determined based on yourself, not what someone else has. Don't give away your power. The thing with um, empowerment or not being empowered is that you feel that you already don't have it. You feel that someone has to give it to you for you to have it. A lot of things are already brewing inside of us. A lot of stuff is already sitting firmly in our hearts in our souls. You know, sometimes you feel that warmth, you feel that heat, that passion stirring within when you speak about something, the way I'm feeling now. So let's do something about it. Don't use empowerment to try and break someone else down. You, you say that you empower women, yet you what? Okay. But what are you doing to empower yourself? Think about it, guys. Are you empowered? Do you allow other people to take away your power? I know there's various aspects how this can be tackled, and I'm not saying that my version is the gospel. But all I'm trying to do is trigger the thought in your mind about empowered empowerment. So, types of empowerment, social, educational, political, psychological, economic. All I'm trying to do is get us empowered. Thank you so much for listening. That has been another episode of Mamba Fears, the podcast. Please catch me on my social media on Instagram, which is at Mamba underscore fierce underscore the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. 